0: The Ponch Stevenson Show, PaunchStevenson.com, episode 119, Thursday, December 11th, 2008. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show, episode 119? I don't know, oh, you're, the, 120. Uh, you're the Paunch <laughs> Stevenson Show official statistician. How could I never remember? Mm. 119. 119. I'm Rob, you're Greg... So we just came back from seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark in the movie theater. Yes. So now before you all start scratching your head and fall off your chair and do a a collaborative what? We did see Raiders of the Lost Ark in a movie theater and this is not 1981. That's 2008. Yeah. Almost 2009. Yeah. So the... In Jersey City, there's a historic Lowe's movie theater that this summer they just uh, were doing renovations on. Now it's open. So every month they show old movies, sometimes very old movies, like silent movies. A bit too old for me. A guy playing the organ (laughs) and sometimes 1980s, 1970s. So today they had Raiders of the Lost Ark. We went. Yes. Six dollars a ticket. Not bad. Right. Now, I mean... Um, there are many, many Raiders of Lost Ark screening and other, uh, other, you know, big, big, big time movies from the last 30, 40 years that get screened all over the country, all over the world, all the time. Um, a lot of times it happens at kind of smaller, smaller movie theaters. I don't, I mean, I follow the Raiders, Indiana Jones stuff, and I don't know that they normally have screened it at a, at a giant theater. Normally, when they have screenings, I guess maybe they do, but, um, so this, this place had an enormous theater. Yeah. Because and this little, is the well, original theater and there's no, you know, sectioning off of the place. Yeah. We walk in the entire place, every single square inch has carvings and decorations and it's, it's very ornate. And then, um, so we go from the lobby to the actual theater. And it's just hundreds and hundreds of seats, and it's it's just gigantic. It's like a hundred-foot-tall ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's very impressive. Yeah, so Raiders of Lost Ark. Now, of course, I've seen this movie about 400,000 times, <laughs> uh, give or take 1,000. I've uh, seen it grand total now oh, after tonight one time. Oh, God. <laughs> it's my first time. One time. It was good. Uh it was good, you know, and and before we get into that, I was surprised there was actually a, a pretty good turnout. Yeah. Considering it's the middle of Jersey City, it's about 28 degrees outside, snowing li- a little bit. I don't uh, honestly I don't know. I mean, a lot of people we've complained on this show before um that why don't these movie theaters and and show more of these classic films that people actually want to see. I know. You know, that they you, you say it all the time, but they can make money off of this. Why don't they do this? Tonight they did. You know, I, 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 I don't know the reason that they don't. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark is kind of unique. It's very unique in the sense that it's a major Hollywood film and still they're allowed to screen it at a lot of these, you know, smaller theaters and, and, cause this theater, theater is kind of a non-profit, I think. It, normally they don't allow that. Why? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they think it's, it'll eat into the, the, uh. Oh, cause they want to promote new things. Well, right? yeah, but I'm, never going to show it at a new theater, but. I, I don't know if they think it eats into DVD sales, or maybe the director doesn't want it shown, or I, I don't know what the reason is. They don't want to pay the the residuals. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark is unique again because it is a, a it's a movie that was done in 19, 1981. But aside from that fact, it is an homage to as as we've had our our first. Great guest, Scott Clements, tell us that it is an homage to the old serial pictures of the 1930s and 40s and 50s. Yes. Um, so it's, it's, in that sense, it, it it's more like that. I mean, it's, it's almost as if, um, you know, like 10, the 10 commandments or Cleopatra, uh, or, you know, another movie that they, they're, they're going to show next week, which is Oliver. <laughs> the musical, <laughs> the Oliver Twist wow. musical. Uh, but it's just for example, um, that are are kind of classical movies because they deal with classical subjects. It's not as if they're going to go out and license um, Star Wars. Why not? Uh, well, I guess they could. But <laughs> That's I, a bad example. I just think that they would have a more difficult time. I don't think that that normally gets licensed now. I would love if they licensed Star Trek The Motion Picture and show it on the big... Because that is a movie... That I've never seen on the big screen. I've seen every other Star Trek, well, beginning with Star Trek 4. I went when I was a kid to see that and then I saw 5 and, and 6 and the rest. But I've never seen the motion picture and that is a film that is, it's kind of the epic film, Star Trek-wise, because it was done with a huge budget. Yeah. The ones after that did not have a big budget until this new one. So I'd like to see that. And Raiders of the Lost Ark I've never seen on the big screen. Yeah. Well, how so, could we have, right? No, I mean, well, I mean, there's been screenings. <laughs> we were, uh, three years Well, yeah, but they've been screen- yeah. Like in New York, there's, there's smaller theaters that screen it all the time. And I just never bother to go see because I look at it and say, well, how big is this theater? If this is, if this theater is, you know, no, no, barely bigger than one of the rooms that are in a metroplex today, multiplex today, it's, there's no point. But they did use, uh, obviously it was an original print. <laughs> a little scratchy in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning. beginning, yeah, in but... the beginning. Uh, it was an original print and I'll tell you the interesting thing about that is I have personally have not seen the original print of Raiders of the Lost Ark probably in about 15 years. Well, what does that mean? Well, because they remastered it a bit and they uh, like in the beginning where it says Raiders of the Lost Ark and it was in those white lettering. Yeah. They replaced that, uh, Lucas replaced that, or Spielberg, whatever, they replaced that in the nineties, when they did this, when they like the videotapes that I have, they when they remastered it and um, just for the video, there weren't DVDs, just for the VCR release, they they changed some stuff like that, so and logos and titles, and yeah, to make it I guess equal with the newer ones, but nah, they should know, just leave it. It's fine. I mean, they they but they cleared it up, right, right. right. So and now obviously the DVD is even more cleaned up. Yeah. So this was a very original print. Um, I don't know if it's the age of it, but you know, there were the dark parts of it were very dark. Very yes, very contrasting <laughs> in certain certain uh scenes, you know. And uh, I but didn't it, know if it was just the print or if it were I don't know shot like that, if it was supposed to be like that for effect. No. I, I don't think so, but I don't know. I I I wouldn't know. But the, um, the sound, you know, the sound of the theater, the speaker is really only in the front, uh, which, and the theater is enormous, so it created a lot of echo. Yeah, like, yeah there so was there was certain, a lot of reverb. In yeah, there. so there was certain, vo- like certain, when certain people were like yelling really loud, it, you couldn't really tell what they were saying, and it was kind of... But I think it's weird because I noticed that, and I, and I was straining to try to hear what certain characters were saying every once in a while. But then I don't know it. It kind of it's the kind of movie where I I, I realized after a while I don't have to hear every single word of dialogue mm. because it's just the overall feeling of the movie that it's it's the action and you the know, excitement. It's interesting. I've like I said, I've seen this movie a billion times. Um, when you watch it on cable, there's usually commercials, so that obviously that drastically changes <laughs> the whole experience. Right. Um, and when I watch it off of the DVD or something like that, you're always, like, doing something else here and there. You know, you're not always paying attention to everything. So this is one of the first times I've actually sat there and stared at it and watched the whole film straight through. And it's interesting, you know, one of the complaints that a lot of people had with Kingdom of Crystal Skull, the newest film, in Indiana Jones, was, you know, they complained about a lot of things. And... It, It's interesting when if they were to take that film and then have seen Raiders like I did just now on on the theater, you know they're really not that different. Again, I know people complained and they screamed about it, and (laughs) I mean in Raiders of Lost Ark there's not a lot of dialogue. In in the second, in the second and the third one, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, there's a lot of dialogue. I mean, Last Crusade. There's some, you know, there's some big special effects and and things like that. But, I mean, it's more noted for, at least to me, for the dialogue between Connery and, and Harrison Ford, you know. Well, I noticed that in Raiders of the Lost Ark, again, I didn't need to understand every word of dialogue perfectly clearly. Yeah. Because it was more of a visual movie, the action and even um the physical comedy, a lot of the sight gags, like when the the German guy took out that thing oh, that yeah. looked like a nun yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh no," and then he just folded it together into a a coat hanger, and it was like, people yeah. laughed, and well was the other thing is it was getting a little annoying to people <laughs> clapping constantly clap <laughs> I hate clapping at a movie and and just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I mean, look. I've seen these Indian. Last Crusade, I think, is a very funny movie. I never, I don't remember ever laughing during the La- Raiders of Lost Ark. Once in a while, was, but there were funny parts in it. I, I guess the snakes and the yeah, the, uh, and just from the you know, chatter, the chatter around us. I don't think you were the only one there who'd never seen the movie, which is <laughs> shocking. <laughs> <laughs> just shocking. I don't know what. <laughs> And am not These people were in. Well, here's, here's my take. So I'm fresh just out of seeing this for the first time. <laughs> we saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull over the summer, and we liked it a lot. And we had good things to say about it. I thought it was a good action movie, good adventure movie. It had funny parts. But a lot of our friends and Scott C. Clements and people like that, thought it did not live up to the Indiana Jones legacy. And yeah. we and, and 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 you know we were like well, well why Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a good movie. It was funny, it was exciting and now coming out of the theater having just seen Raiders of the Lost Ark I I actually can kind of see what Scott Clemens was talking about. Uh-oh. I A, a little bit because Kingdom of the Crystal Skull I thought was a, it was a well-done movie. But I see what he's talking about with with the the physical comedy, <laughs> the sight gags and the yeah. the action and using the whip and having the Nazis be even though there were some humorous parts, overall having them be more menacing or, or more threatening as opposed to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, where it was just kind of like like a group of vague, somewhat evil people, but they didn't really do anything yeah, that was evil. I don't know. I, I it seems like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was a toned-down version of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Still good, but yeah. just toned down. Well, I think the the big issue with with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I think a lot of people had a big issue with the special effects and the CGI, and I think they felt that it was just. There was just way too much. It was just, and I, you know what, I agree with them. And it, was, well, it was, it wasn't really noticeable till that stupid alien part at the end. Yeah, well, which, like you said a few minutes ago, again, even that was very similar to Raiders of the Lost Ark, where hmm. the evil people finds the artifact and yeah, then they're like, "Come on, give me the power," the and then it ends up killing them. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought they were both pretty good, but I thought Raiders of the Lost Ark was very good. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's why it's a classic movie. I, I, yeah. I, I, again, I think the main comparison, the one main comparison I had between the films was King of the Crystal Skull and the other ones was, I, I personally think that the use of the CGI, was, they just, they did too much. Um, <laughs> and one of the big parts of the the, first, the original trilogy is the fact that there wasn't CGI and there was a lot of special effects done with models and and therefore the special effects were were limited right in the sense you know that you didn't have well they, all of it. They, they, it was they, all cl- you know it was all tight shots and you know the boulder running cl- yeah. following him and that kind of stuff but you right. didn't have they couldn't rely on special effects as a crutch. Right as a fallback, it was back then a special effect was a special effect. Yeah. So, well, whatever. I remember one of one of the big complaints about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was that there was too much goofiness in it, like with the groundhogs mm-hmm. or the gophers or whatever yeah. they were, and God, oh, and then the monkeys that were climbing on. Yeah, yeah, the monkeys swinging from the vines. But then, as I was watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. I noticed that this had a monkey in it, too. It was the same thing. A monkey who could say, meow. Yeah, a monkey that would kind of sort of talk and point and be funny. It's a movie. No, no, I know. But I'm saying people who love the old Indiana Jones so much and were complaining about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for having too much childish goofiness in it, they both had the childish goofiness. So what was the complaint? I mean, obviously, these, the, the people that complain about this, uh, clearly did, have not seen Steven Spielberg, I forgot about Steven Spielberg movies. Jaws, E.T., yeah. Goonies, even though he didn't direct that. He was a producer, but. AI. No, I'm not even gonna get into that. <laughs> but, you know, they, 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 there's always these elements in there. Again, I just think the main thing was not the, the conceptually what they did to King or the Crystal Skull. I think people would have accepted it more if the special effects were more toned down. And, you know, it wasn't all that CGI, but whatever. Moving Boy, on. No, 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 no. Come on. I'm not, re- I'm not Come on. Ah. I'm excited. I, mean, I just saw it for the first time. Oh, God. One complaint that I do have about Kingdom of the Crystal. Now you've skull. seen it for the first time. Now? <laughs> Crack out the 2600 and get playing Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark with both no, joysticks. No. No? That's torture. Ah. I'd rather be in the snake pit. <laughs> the darts coming at you. No, but um one of the things that bothered me about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is that throughout the whole movie, Indiana Jones kept carrying around the Crystal Skull with him. Yeah. And? and? It just seemed weird. Like, why is he carrying... I don't know. Like, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, they found... He wasn't going to carry around an ark. No, I know. But they found it, and then the Nazis took it, and huh. he took it back, and I was well, on the truck. that happened. New no movie. I know, but I felt like in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, he he just carried it around with him, like it was some, like like it was a toy or something. <laughs> it just looked really cheap, and just him carrying it. I, just, I don't know, whatever. It it just didn't seem like a very special artifact. It just seemed like this cheap thing he found and was just carrying it under his arm. Look, well, like I said. In Temple of Doom, there's a guy uh, who reaches into people's chest, pulls out their heart. They're still alive. It's still beating. And then burns them to death. (laughs) Which is fine. Oh, okay. No, no. I'm just saying that the way Crystal Skull was done, the movie, it just didn't... The the Crystal Skull artifact didn't seem as mysterious. Nah. No. It just seemed like, oh, here's the crystal skull. I'm going to carry it around with me. It was a bad... It was a poor choice. It was not properly explained. Yeah. It was not that great of a script, so... But guess what? (laughs) Lo and behold, George Lucas (laughs) is back in action. He's he's trying to come up with an idea for Indiana Jones 5. Harrison Ford seems like he's willing to do it. Spielberg will probably do it if they... Find out something to do, and the, the the legions of Indiana Jones fans will join the legions of Star Wars fans who want to uh, burn George Lucas at the stake. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just making movies, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, Supposedly, the artifact this time is uh, he has to fly to the moon. <laughs> And uh, reclaim the American flag that the astronaut... Because they... I don't know. The Nazis think it's... I I don't even know. I don't even want to get into it. Horrible. I'll cut that. That was stupid. I tried to... (laughs) What could be something stupid that he could go after? That doesn't make any sense. I guess... Yeah, I guess it could. Like, um... I don't know. Like, what... I don't know. What's something that's supposed to have magical... properties (laughs) Properties. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. Maybe he'll be looking for the um the sword in the stone. So, yeah, where is that? I don't know. Where's that supposed? King to be? Arthur's sword, England. England. King Arthur's sword from Camelot. Where's Camelot, England? Obviously, maybe obvious. How is that obvious? I don't know. Um. Yeah, you could be looking for that. To look for the, the lost city of Atlantis. What else? Let me tell you, what else? What else? What if else? he what has else? him journeying into the center of the earth... Uh, for what? Last draw. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. William Shatner has a new show. Are you paying attention? I always pay attention. Yeah, right. William Shatner has a new show called The Raw Nerve. It's on the bio channel. It just premiered. Where he sits on a chair on a couch opposite another small couch. So that he's kind of like facing the person and they're in this direction. It's very uncomfortable. And he interviews them for about half an hour. Man, well, it's like a talk show. It is. So uh, I was watching that the other night. Who was on it? Uh, the first one that they showed was uh, Valerie Bertinelli. He's acting normal. Yeah, I mean, he... he gets up and sings in the no, middle of the internet. No, no, All right. Rocket Man. No, <laughs> wait. What channel is this on? Bio. Bio, All right. Um, the second one was Tim Allen. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. So, Tim Allen was on there, and it's really strange. So like, Shatner is sitting there, not talking. And these people, I don't know if these people are, like, jacked up on something or something, but... <laughs> Probably. They come in there, and they're just immediately just blabbing right from the start. Like, talking about all this horrible stuff in their life, and... So, he has an easy job. He just, Shatner's just sitting there, like, in, in awe. He's, like, shocked all the time. He's like, really? I can't believe it. Yeah, this, is that true? He's not falling asleep. No. <laughs> Why would he fall asleep? because well, these people aren't shutting up. <laughs> no. Well. But how long is the show? Half it, hour? Yeah, it's half hour. It's kind of, it's a little bit too fat. It's just a little too short for, you know, that kind of an interview, but... Well, what is it? Is it like cool. that, that stupid James Lipton show? No. <laughs> no, it is not that, like that, that <laughs> god-awful nonsense. <laughs> And I want to see the Leonard Nimoy one. Because at one point, they just break into an arm wrestling match. What? <laughs> Shatner and Nimoy are arm wrestling. He's like two 80-year-old guys. <laughs> what are they, 70, 80? Yeah, like 77. <clears throat> arm wrestling. Should get Sylvester Stallone on there. Over top the arm wrestling. Yeah. I remember in, in, in grammar school, every day at lunch, one of us would just we just have to arm wrestle, and everyone else at the table would start chanting, over top. I know. Well, and we wouldn't it's... say, over the top. We'd say, over top. <laughs> over top! Over top! Over top! I don't know. I just remember that movie didn't make any sense. Well, they kidnapped his son or something in order yes. to, win him to get him back in to win the arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. But, supposedly... Well it's no worse than Mohole's Bard. I know. But supposedly Stallone's character's special move, he had a special arm wrestling move, which that in in and of itself didn't make any sense. But his special move was that he'd be straining and struggling, and it was a stalemate, and, oh, yeah, and, and the and, like, oh, oh. and then yeah, and then he would like he would like loosen his fingers and then wrap them back around the guy's hand, <laughs> and then that would give him strength, and he would win. It oh, didn't man. make any sense. No. What is that supposed to do? I don't know. Whatever. Well, that's why that movie's garbage. It is. <laughs> that's that movie is never on cable or anything anymore. <laughs> that, that has been retired. Into, I mean, Oscar gets played more than that. <laughs> Wait, this is what I don't understand. Sylvester Stallone, huge Hollywood star, everyone knows him, really famous guy. But then when I think about it, 99% of the movies he's made have been horrible. So how did this guy get so famous? uh, Come on, Cobra, Over the Top, Stop or My Mom will Shoot, (laughs) Oscar, uh, Uh, Judge Dredd. Hold on. (laughs) All the Rockies were very popular. Rocky five. It still was very popular. All the Rambos have been very popular. You know, made I'm a lot right. of money. Uh Cobra made made a lot of money. He was very popular. But, but um, what I'm saying is these were not good movies. No, they weren't good, but Why were they popular? I don't know, but he did make a straight there was a couple of years there where he was making junk. It was like Tango and Cash, oh. Stopper My Mom will shoot, Oscar, uh, uh then the Rocky Five. So. Um, Drev. You know I like Judge Dredd. It's not that bad. It was very popular. That that was right after Demolition Man. I mean, Demolition Man was fun. You know, they were very popular. He did The Specialist, which was very popular. It was, I don't great. remember that. and what was the, the one? Assassins with the Antonio Banderas. Get Carter. Well, that was terrible. That that was the later on when it kept making junk. <laughs> oh, lane. what is that? With Daylight Copland? Oh, Daylight. daylight Cliff, cliffhanger. Horrible. I didn't see that one. Mm-hmm. 're so drunk, John From Santa Claus, the Moon. Yes. For free? What do you said in that movie? Wait, actually, before we move on to your other stuff, we have to do something for Christmas. Because Christmas is coming up. We we always do a Christmas episode. Right? We're not doing another episode before Christmas? Yeah, but let's let's get into the spirit a little bit. The holidays... What do you want me to do, sing? No. Lifetime, the channel Lifetime, has been showing nonstop horrendous... Why are you watching Lifetime? They're showing nonstop horrendous made-for-TV Christmas movies. And they always star some some B-level (laughs) washed-up actor. Uh. So there was one on the other day with a Rob Lowe... And I, I don't know who else was in it, but it was Rob Lowe. It was from a few years ago. Rob Lowe just constantly on Lifetime. And it was called, this is, it was completely ridiculous. It was called The Christmas Shoes. <laughs> have you ever seen this? Why would I have seen this? <laughs> the Christmas Shoes. <laughs> and basically it was, in the beginning, you're supposed to think that Rob Lowe is some like, Jerk lawyer guy who's always working. He never spends time with no. his family and it's Christmas time and where's daddy? No. He didn't show up to my school concert. That was the, uh, the, the, the plot of Jingle All the Way. Yeah. So, and then there's this other family in the town and the mother is dying of cancer or some heart disease or something like that. And she has a little boy and, uh, the boy like collects all these empty soda cans. Because he wants to trade them in and get money to buy his mother a pair of shoes for Christmas. Because she's going to die and he wants <laughs> to, uh, whatever, it didn't make any sense. But, uh so Rob Lowe is at the Christmas store, or the toy store, or whatever kind of store it is, on Christmas Eve, last minute shopping to get his daughter something and his wife something. And the little boy is there. And he finds the, the, the very last pair of shoes. He got them, and they're these hideous looking pair of horrendous looking shoes. It's Doc Martens? No, they're like these red and like brown <laughs> shoes. They look like bull shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts them up on the counter, puts down this like crinkled up, wrinkled up money. The guy behind the register counts it. He's, he's holding up the whole entire line, people trying to. Get their uh, Christmas presents last minute. And he's like, oh, uh, you only have $15 here. You need 20 ah. And then he starts crying. But it's for my mom. She's dying. It's for my, my you, you don't have enough money. Nothing I can do. So then Rob Lowe's behind him. And he hears this. And then the boy just, like walks away crying. And then Rob Lowe buys the shoes for him. All right. And gives them to him. Okay. And then so the boy goes home, gives the mother the shoes. Oh, the mother was um, Dana from According to Jim. Oh, uh, Courtney Thorne Smith? No, no, no. The other woman. Oh, uh, um, Kimberly Williams. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, pa- Brad Paisley's wife. So uh, so then she dies. She gets the shoes. She dies. <laughs> and then they have, like, some sort of concert in the mm-hmm. town where all the school children sing. And then and Rob Lowe like meets up with his family, like, oh of course you always show up late. You're always working, you're always Mr. Workaholic, ah, like, you selfish Ungrateful. Right? So So then this old guy walks up to me and goes, You know, mister, because of you, my friend and I are gonna be able to keep working. And then his wife looks at me, What 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 are you talking about? Your husband Is defending us in the lawsuit that the the company's doing against us fishermen. They don't want us fishing in the river anymore. Ah, we're fishing in the river. Wait, it was Stan Lee in this movie. Sounds like him. (laughs) And your husband is is saving our jobs. Your husband is Spider Man. (laughs) Your husband's a superhero. So then, of course, the wife looks at him. And, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. You were such a good guy. Well, who played the wife? I, nobody. <laughs> so that was kind of dumb. And then... Uh, what I mean, happened it, to the kid? Oh, so then at the very end... <laughs> at the very end, it shows Rob Lowe at... He's at his mother's grave putting flowers on Christmas. And there's... Uh, this other guy next to him putting flowers on another grave right next to it. He's like, oh, hey, uh, I, I never see anyone here anymore. He's like, yeah, me neither. It's, you know, we're, we're the only two people that come here. He's like, yeah. So, uh, so then he, the, the, the guy leaves. Roblo is still there mm-hmm. and he looks down and he sees the pair of ugly, bowling, red and blue and brown shoes. Where? On the other grave next to. So then he... So then he looks up at the guy who's, like, walking away. And he realizes it was the boy. He goes, hey! Hey, Wade! I know you! Hey! Wait wait a minute, wait a minute. How old is Rob Lowe at this point? His character. He's supposed to be, like, 70, but he still looks exactly the same. (laughs) Like, through, like, powder on his hair. Not even. They didn't do anything. They made no attempt... To make him look like he had aged at all. Whatever. <laughs> so that was stupid. And then this other one I saw... I forgot what it was called, but it was about this woman in New York City who gets, uh... She gets somehow sucked into a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> And then I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, this woman gets snuck, sucked into something. Okay, that happens in movies. Okay, I can understand that. And then it just hit me. Snow clothes. She gets well, stuck inside of a snow clothes. Now, is this... I don't know if you, you see a lot of the people now, rather than buy... This is a new thing. Rather than, you know, when you used to go to the store and buy the Christmas decorations for your front lawn. You used to buy the individual, like, big plastic looking things that have the light in it and you know right. different things right well now you don't need any of that you can buy a whole setup it's inflatable uh. and it looks like a snow some of them look like a snow globe it's a big inflatable snow globe there's like a thing there's like a, a guy inside of it and the, the snow blows on snow blows <laughs> around but but yeah it's the same thing so maybe she got stuck in one of those well two Christmases ago I remember I was walking down the street at night this was in Brooklyn. And in front of one of the houses, like you said, they had inflatable, uh, big six feet tall decorations now. One of them was like this 10 feet tall, inflatable carousel <laughs> motorized. Yeah, yeah, I've seen what them. the heck? It's insane. But anyway, so this woman gets sucked inside of a snow globe mm-hmm. and. She's, like, talking to the people that supposedly, like, live inside of it and all the buildings what? and everything. <laughs> what? And then, so then, somehow Wait, she... Wait, f- didn't this happen in, 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 in the Laurel this. and Hardy movie, Babes in Toyland? Wasn't that, like, the same kind of thing? Or the, was it the name with Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore? Yeah, look at that. Drew Barrymore was in, in some kind of movie where she like got stuck in some kind of like fairy tale lane and was... Oh, um, awful. What, the, yeah, what was that? That was... I, I ever, after. ever After. Ever no, After. It was not Ever After. It was. No, uh, no, that's uh, recent. This is old. Yeah, 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 in the 80s. She was a little kid. Oh, a remake of Babes and Toyland. It was a remake oh, of... Oh, thank you! Yeah, but not the Laurel and Hardy one. Yeah, that was, wasn't that Babes and Toyland? Yeah, but in that one they were it was all like fictional characters yeah. like Mother Goose and they all supposedly uh, lived in fairy tale land and then the boogeyman came. And like the whole stupid movie, these two idiots could not get these stupid toy soldiers to work. <laughs> well, they built them incorrectly. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Oliver. <laughs> I think you're not doing it properly. Yeah, nineteen eighty six, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, wait, well, let me look up real quick the name of this. Mm. I don't know. Um But anyway. It was an actual snow globe movie. What is this? That's it. Oh, so it is called yeah. snow Yeah, Pers- Well, this is ABC Family. I don't know if that's it. Snow globe. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the one. All right. A young woman discovered, uh, click that. Young woman discovers. Uh, okay, go back. A young That's woman it. discovers a Christmas-themed dream world inside a magical snow globe. Oh God! Wait, this won an award. Best actress. Imogen. What the hell is that? I- Imagine Foundation. Whatever. Anyway, Christina Milian. Um. So anyway, she's in the snow globe. She finds the certain spot where she can get back out into New York City. And, uh, this guy who lives down the hall from her, they start like kind of liking each other and hanging out. And he's in her apartment. They're hanging out one night. And then this other guy just walks in. And he's like, Hey, uh, what are you guys up to? And the, and the guy in the apartment's like, who are you? Where did you come from? He's like, oh, I came from inside the snow globe. Oh. I'm here to see, uh, <laughs> whatever her name is. I'm, I'm here to see Angela. Why are you? And then Angela comes in. Oh my God! How did you get here? And so all the people from the snow globe start coming out, and she, and then someone breaks the snow globe. Ah. So now everything's all messed up. And how do we get the back? And this and that. So at the end of the movie, the postman delivers Kevin a box. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner delivers a box to the woman Angela. And there's special delivery web schlinger. <laughs> right. and uh, and she opens it up and it's a new exact same version of the snow globe and so they all get sucked back mm-hmm. in and then and she's she's back in New York City they're back in the snow globe so she breaks it so that this this madness stops and everything's back to normal killing all the people in the snow killing room. all the people in the snow what is it to christmas nothing ah <laughs> i don't know they're showing it as a ah. as a christmas movie. God. basically any movie that has snow in it <laughs> at any point in the movie is considered a christmas movie nowadays you know, we we always make fun of um, Vince Vaughn but i'm talking tim allen is like Mr. Chris, has he done a movie that does is not a Christmas movie since like Galaxy Quest. Joe Somebody. Just go to his thing. I mean, it's like every right. single movie from this guy's Christmas. In case anyone is interested and wants to see this piece of garbage. <laughs> a horrendous movie. It's showing on the family channel. Ah, uh, ABC Family. Sunday, December 14th, 12 o'clock oh, noon. God. So all right, let's look up Tim Sorry. Allen. Oh, oh, oh Toy Story Three. Oh god. Huh. Crazy not here. Uh well let, let's just go oh, with wait, the ones wait, that yeah, wild hogs. Oh no. Yeah, but he did Santa Claus three, Zoom, which was awful. What was that one? The it was about children with superpowers. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah. Shaggy though Well, those are Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas. Oh, I saw I saw that one too the other day. Yeah, I've seen it. It was a bunch bad of times. Yeah. It, it was, was bad. True. Uh Santa Claus 2. Not that good. Joe <laughs> Somebody. Galaxy Quest, which is very good. When was the first Santa Claus? 1994. Wow. When do you see that? All the way at the bottom. Oh, God jungle to jungle. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't uh, very good. Oh, man. I think the only movie he did that was actually good was Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest was good. For richer or poorer is horrendous. Curse the Alley. Yeah, yeah, aren't they Amish or something? Yeah. Now that's a great segue for my next thing, which oh. the, <laughs> up from the Amish. 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 I was watching. Something the other day, and I'll get to that, but... They kept showing these commercials, and then... And ever since then, I keep seeing these commercials, but these Amish heaters. What, what is that? They're these heaters. You ever see, like, the fake fireplaces you could buy now? You know, they're, like... They're, they're not that big. Maybe they're, like, four feet tall and three feet electric. wide. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, that's what these are. They're electric heaters made out of wood and all. And they're, like, on an infomercial, all these infomercials, but they're made by the Amish. The Amish are making electric heaters. So they plug in. Yes. They're they're modern technology. technology. Yes. They're electric. Huh. They're frauds. Hmm. Amish people have websites. Charlatans. They're just, whatever. Stupid. Yeah. So they... Um, we probably have some Amish listeners. But uh, the show that I was watching was, we've talked about before, was Rock. You know, the old Fox I'm show? Fo- yeah, yeah. Charles S. Dutton. It yeah. was the Garbage Man in Baltimore. Um, I was watching, they, I don't know, they, it was on, um, TV One, which has a lot of those, like, those, those kinds of shows on there, and it was on the middle of the day, and I was watching, like, it was like a few episodes in a row, and I was watching it, and, and I remember this, they used to do the show live. Yeah, well, they did all those shows live back then. What? Oh, like Mary, in front of an room. audience. Yeah. No, 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 this was live, live. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, it was live. They, I think they, they did like in the last season they did it or something. Like, is oh. it? <laughs> yeah. So how did that work out? <laughs> it was, no, you know, it was actually good. It was, it was starring uh, the guest star was Sinbad. Ah, I like Sinbad. It was, Sinbad was in it, and and it, I just, I haven't seen the show in years, and it, I was like, I just love that show. I don't know what it is. You know, and Charles S. Dutton is just ridiculously over the top with his acting. And then he'd get <laughs> well, mad. So at- was Reginald Bell Johnson. He'd get mad. Oh, yeah, a and family he-, <laughs> he would get mad at the brother, chase him out of the, the <laughs> door. Hey, Joey, I'm gonna make you a sandwich. Chase him outside and knuckle sandwich. No, he would just say sandwich. Oh, I'm gonna make you a sandwich. Rock. Well, one other thing I forgot to mention real quick, Christmas-related movie, December 25th, Mm. Christmas Day, we talked about this a few episodes ago, this dumb... No one is going to see this thing. ...idiotic, ridiculous-looking, boring-looking Brad Pitt movie, The Curious Case Uh. of Benjamin Button. Why? Click on the director's name. I want to see what other garbage this idiot has brought on to the David free Fincher. World. David Fincher. Zodiac. That uh, was not great. Like panic Room, which was terrible. Some George Michael oh, thing. God. And some Paul Abdul thing. I guess he directed Paul. Oh, he did Fight Club. Yeah. And the game. That wasn't too bad. Seven. Seven, Seven was pretty good. So this guy started off good. He did Alien 3. did Alien 3. Look at that. I don't know. He did the Michael Jackson. did Michael Jackson Dangerous? Hmm? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, what was the other stuff on there? Go down there. a producer effects. Ah, uh. uh, he did Matt photography in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh. And he was some kind of cameraman on uh, Return of the Jedi. All uh. right. Yeah, so I guess he's hasn't been that bad until this nonsense. Well, until the last uh eight years. <laughs> anyway, Heavy Metal. What's that? That was an animated. uh Oh, remember that the, that animated movie from the early '80s? And then for some reason, in like 1999, they made a video game out of it. <laughs> what was the like, animated you know what I'm talking about? Have what you was the animated movie? It may have been Don Bluth, where um, it starred like some kind of geese, and I remember they were in like a uh, Rescuers Down Under. No, not the Rescuers Down Under. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Rescuers Down. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember that as a kid. Yeah, this heavy metal movie it was like it was like a fantasy. I, uh, uh, I do not remember this, nor will I ever. I wanted to see this. It looked like it was rotoscoped. Oh, God. I just want to see what year it came out. Why are they doing another one? I don't know. 1981. (laughs) A glowing orb terrorizes a young girl (laughs) with a collection of stories of dark fantasy, eroticism, and horror. That's like show. It's just a whole bunch of different stories, except John Candy's in anime. Well, oh, voice and Eugene Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy's in this movie. Huh? Huh? I don't remember this I, being a comedy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's not a comedy. I don't exactly remember being in this movie. <laughs> How Rammus is in this movie? Wait, so it's all the uh the Second City yeah. Canadian people, right? Yeah. What the heck, John Candy, Mark. Oh well. So what do you got? Speaking of Howard Ramis, uh I, I was watching X Play. Why? Uh, I don't know. Is and, that with that Adam Sessler guy? Yeah, they've uh, and Morgan Webb, but they've <laughs> had like other they have other people doing it now too. Oh, all right. But um, they had the um, yet another segment on <laughs> this this Ghostbusters video game and whatever comes out. Well, now it's supposed to come out in two thousand nine. Right? Yeah. Well. It, um, who was it that bought the rights? Activision? I think. I don't know. But think- any, anyway, regardless. Anyway, so, um, I was watching it and, and these were probably, you know, these are obviously cutscenes, but they really got the, the, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Some retarded person. Uh, whoa. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It anyway, clicked on it, a it, it, really it, it, funny looking picture it, on no, a no, man, no. it. So anyway, but the uh the, I was looking, and, and you know the cutscenes of it, this you know, the computer generated cutscenes, they actually got the character to look like exactly like they used to. The real guy like even the facial expression what? on Bill Murray, it's like but his, from his from expression. The movies, you know, from movie? the cartoon. A movie. Hold on, let me oh. I'm gonna, Ghostbusters Video game. That's probably from the game. <laughs> that looks good. Great stance. Yeah. I'm telling you, it looked like exact. Wow. Tari Atari June. Has it now. June 2009. Yeah. Windows, Nintendo DS, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Wii, Xbox 360. Yeah. Danny Aykroyd, Howard Ramis, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, uh, Walter Peck is again played by William Atherton. Brian Doyle Murray is the new mayor of New York, Jock Mulligan. I like him. Yeah, he's I kind of... Uh, he was in the second one. He was some kind of psychiatrist. He was also in Get a Life. Yeah, season two. Uh, Annie Potts is back as Janine Melnitz. Uh, and, of course, we we talked about Rick, Mur- Rick Moranis would not do it. But uh, speaking of computers, so... Um, I have this old one of these old old computers I have, and I had it, it had a couple of hard drives in it, and I I just I saved a bunch of stuff on there and just like transferred it from my PC to that one stuff that I don't really use anymore, and the hard drive died, so I take it out. And I'm like, you know what? I got to get the stuff off of here. It's ridiculous. So I read online a bunch of things, and I figured oh, I'll give this a shot. If the hard drive does not spin at all. Not recognized by the the PC, does not spin at all. The odds are that the controller card board, which is the small circuit board on the bottom half of the hard drive where you plug the cables into and all, uh was probably the the bad part. The internal of the hard drive very rarely goes bad. So, alright. Uh so I went on eBay, I had a choice, I could have bought a, a brand new card from board from I don't know, somewhere in Asia. I didn't feel like waiting Six weeks to get it. So I bought a used hard drive, the same exact model as that one. So I get it home. I switch the boards out, put it back in the PC, turn it on. Boom. Boots wow. up. No problems. Awesome. So it was the car. So then you're, you're, you've been complaining that you had this hard drive several years ago. You had all this stuff stored on and it died. Yeah. All my old digital and pictures. This, yeah. And this, like external caddy. But I think that's what you should do if, if you can. Yeah. that's Well, the thing is, <clears throat> it was an external USB 80 gigabyte Mac store hard drive. Um The computer wouldn't recognize it anymore. So I'm like, what the heck? This never happened to me before. I never had a hard drive die on me. So I was looking online for companies that can retrieve the data off of a dead hard drive. Yeah. And they're saying, well, you'll have to bring it in. We'll look at it. It could be something very simple. We charge you 300 bucks. You're in and out. It could be something much more complicated. We charge you 1200 bucks. I'm like, what? 1200 dollars? I I want the pictures. Well, I said you can't, you cannot open the hard drive up without being in a clean room. Right. Well, but so I've just left it on the shelf for the past few years. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I'm going to try the, what, what you tried. Yeah, I don't know. Well, like I was telling you before, I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, first of all, these are not Phillips head or flat blade screws. These are some kind of torque stars. Oh, well. So I don't know i you going to get it believe off. Believe me, I'll, I'll get it off. If you, actually, if you had a small flat blade, you could probably get the screws off. Well, I'll Maybe. get it off. I'll figure it out. And then you got to hope that nothing is soldered in otherwise screwed. Well, either way, I'm not getting the data off of it, so I am That's one well. of the things I always hated about electronic uh, components. There'll be a board or a, or a part piece of it or something that'll be screwed on. So it's on with screws. Okay. And yet, there'll be one part of it that's soldered in. <laughs> and I'll say to myself, why would you have everything screwed in there and then it's also soldered? I don't know. How do you expect me to take this <laughs> off? They don't. I know they expect you to buy a new one. I know. So I'll look online to see if I, if I could find another one of those drives, and then I could switch out the part. Always the card. Yeah. The other thing is go to this website, dumbtattooclub.com. This, oh, I saw something like yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, there's this 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 website has people's tattoos, and they're just absurd. I mean, look at <laughs> you, you. You have tattoos. Oh God! What's wrong with the person's foot? <laughs> I don't know. Hell, a wet foot. I don't know what. Somebody has the Wendy's logo tattooed <laughs> on there. Somebody has a DVD logo. With, Where's uh? <laughs> God, why? Oh my God! What He's... pregnant woman? I think. <laughs> I don't know about that <laughs> this gigantic rat-looking thing that says "rat think." <laughs> Idiots! That head tattoo on their head—it's breakfast. What a moron! <laughs> what a complete imbecile! Wait, I got to show you this because this is just unbelievable. Somebody has HTML tags as tattoos. I forget this guy's name, but he has all oh over every God. single inch of his body is covered with tattoos of the Three Stooges. His head, his tongue, his eyelids, his gums, his arms. Uh. What is wrong with this guy? What, what job is this guy going to get? Who's going to hire him? I don't know. Just go to Google. Whoever's listening, go to Google.com. Type in worst tattoos and just click on the links, and you'll see these completely idiotic, mm-hmm. horrendous. Here's a Star Wars one. <laughs> oh God! Come on! Do you know how long that must have taken? I know, and a lot of money. These are expensive. There was one. Uh, this I saw one where this guy had tattoos on his legs. <laughs> yes, yeah, this, this guy had tattoos on his legs that said like "Time to Dance" or something like that. It was so anyway, so speaking of of people who look ridiculous, Tina, <laughs> Tina Turner. Oh boy, she's giving these concerts and basically she's coming out there and she's dressed like Tina Turner from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome from 1985. Yeah, twenty three years ago. Knowing? I mean back then she she wore these crazy outlandish costumes, but she looked okay. Now she just looks like this puffy, weird looking weirdo. I don't know. She, yeah. does, she does not look good. I don't know if she still sings well. She does not I look suppose. she just she does not look very nice dressed up like this. Next. No, not her again. Sarah Palin is coming out with a 2009 Sarah Palin calendar. She probably doesn't even know all the months are. What comes after January? Mm. And, uh yeah, she's selling it for $16 if Whatever. you feel like buying it. And it's her with, it's, it's pictures of her holding guns. <laughs> Standing next to the American flag and stupid uh, stuff like that. Come on, who's going to buy that? SarahCalendar.com. I don't think this is actually her. I think this is just somebody doing it's this. It's her. Oh, it is. Look, yeah, she's working out a deal with Barnes & Noble to sell the calendar oh, okay. in their stores and on their website. Um, the initial print run will be 30,000 copies. Wow. Oh, so like 30,000... Okay. Times $16. She's making almost half a million dollars off of this. Unbelievable. At least. That's just the first run. Look at these pictures of her skiing. Who cares? These people are just... Who the heck cares? These people are just infatuated with her. She's like the new Dolly Parton. But with real hair. And an idiot. Oh. What? The, like Dolly Parton was <laughs> down. Well, at least she's talented enough to write songs. It says the Sarah Palin 2009 calendar: a personal look at the 2008 vice presidential candidate, uh featuring exclusive photographs by professional photographer Judy Patrick, longtime Alaska resident. No, ah, longtime resident of Wasilla, Alaska. So. Yeah, that meant that a professional photography was photography, yeah, doing photography for like the local, uh, uh, you know, church flyer, <laughs> the Elks flea market cool. or something. Yeah. You <laughs> freak. It says, available online at Amazon.com, Atlas Books, Barnes and Noble. 13 month. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, you know, they always have like December. <laughs> oh, or I know. Uh, over 50 photographs of Sarah Palin and her family. Never before seen photos. Uh 13 pages of high quality gloss paper, pre-drilled hole for hanging. (laughs) Cellophane wrapped. That's a, that's a selling point. It's Uh wrapped in cellophane. Uh oh, it's sealed. That means, uh, you can't open it. It's, it's It's mint condition. Which means, why does a calendar of Sarah Palin have to be wrapped and sealed in plastic? Wow. That's, I'm calling up Ed Bagley. It's an oil product. That's uh, Alaska. I'm emailing Ed Bagley. We have to, we have to boycott this. The website is saracalendar.com. Stupid. Actually, we should order all 30,000 copies and destroy. <laughs> yeah, Bill Maher should do it. It's a good idea for him to do it. No. I ruined really Sarah Payment's calendar. She gets somehow sucked into a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you see this karate video that I posted? <laughs> these guys I posted a blog of kung fu morons. <laughs> you it's only a minute long. You have to watch these. Hit the other play button, these stupid idiots. You want me to show you tough? I'll show you tough. <laughs> yeah, it's like these that's the that's, I've seen this this stupid guy that he keeps trying to beat up this dummy and yeah, but what? But it keeps beating him up. You wanted to think Paige? <laughs> this guy looks like Beck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. He can't hey. even lift his leg but above hey. his knee! Hey. <laughs> Yeah, they keep turning into roundhouses, and then they're falling, oh, yeah. off I think, balance. Like I think falling off. The I got to give the guy credit. I think he actually lifted his leg higher <laughs> than cigar. Wow, that guy just did a backflip with a nunchuck and then he <laughs> fell on his face. No, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these <laughs> guys. <gasps> <laughs> what he's, he's trying saying. to. <laughs>
1: He's trying
0: what is make, this? He's trying to break wooden board onto cinder boxes with his foot and can't do it. Oh, wow.